consider this Hosted by Nicki June, yeah, we got it poppin' Consider this, celebrity news and talking the hottest topics Have a minute with me, this is the show that you really need So entertaining, plenty energy, we got it hype, you better believe Yeah, yeah, hey Nicki, she gives her opinion Come check it out, you will wanna listen Don't wanna miss it, make sure you tune in Go tell your mama, your auntie, your friend Yeah, yeah, get it hype, get lit uh, It's time for Consider This Nikki June and Sharan Lowe just released some inspiration. Head over to Amazon now to get your copy of Be Mindful Daily Affirmations. Nikki June is now live on Consider This Radio. God, when I was alone and had nothing, I asked for a friend to help me bear the pain. No one came except God. When I needed a breath to rise from my sleep, no one could help me except God. When all I saw was sadness and I needed answers, no one heard me except God. So when I'm asked who I give my unconditional love to, look for no other name except God. Happy, happy Sunday, good people. I am your girl, Nikki June. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. I hope your week have served you well and that you are enjoying this amazing weather today. I'm so excited that I won't be sweating. Um, I'm glad to get a break on that because it's been a minute. I do have a very special guest in the building today. We do have Erica of Embracing Tranquility. She's a mother, entrepreneur, all-around caregiver. Okay, so we have so many fun things to talk about. We're going to be talking about the PRP business as well as trending topics. And I want to know if some of these celebrities were her client, what would she tell them to do? So we're going to have a lot of fun today. You already know the deal. Whether you have an Obama phone, Sprint, T-Mobile, Cricket, or Metro PCS, your minutes are free. And what does that mean? You can call here, okay, because it doesn't cost you anything. The number is 703-560-8255. We're going to mind our manners and call when the music is not playing. Okay, black people, work with me. If we are talking, that's when you call. If somebody is rocking out, please don't call us, okay? So we hope that you follow instructions today. If you are watching on IG Live, you have more than enough time to share that link and also comment on some of these topics. And when we come back, we're going to dive into who exactly Erica is. And I already know one thing that she is, which is dope. Okay. We're getting ready to play Toby Nwige only on Consider This Radio. But Miss Mother told me I 
And a high five Cause I went from sidelines to the limelight And I shine bright Ice cold bars, Klondike And I never move with the white The same blind side oh. Finite, but you feel the spirit Whole flow shine light, so glow Every lit, skin cold, cold So most po-po spirit Not like Rondo on my clothes When I pivot, ooh, everybody Sing! Mostly
All right, good people, we are back once again. Happy, happy Sunday. I am your girl, Nikki June. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. As stated before, I do have a very special guest. We got to get her um, to loosen up, probably after this segment. She'll be all right. Um, We do have a very special guest, though. We do have Erica of Embracing Tranquility is inside of the building. But before we even talk about Embracing I want to start off with an icebreaker. Okay. You're good at those. Um, name, um, give me three words that describe you. Um, I would say uh, dope. I would say um, mom. And I would say transetter. And give me three words that how other people would describe you. Um, dependable, uh, resilient, and, uh, dope. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Dope again. (laughs) So how are you today? I am doing great. How are you, boo? I am good. So me and Erica met like many of my conversations, um, me and my encounters, they're always random. Mm -hmm. I'm always telling all my business Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how we met, right? We were absolutely doing some things that we don't want (laughs) to (laughs) do that we both are transitioning, has transitioned out of at this point. Correct. Um, and we ended up going to lunch and it was just over from there. Do you normally meet people that way? Um, I do have a lot of random encounters. I can't even sit here and tell you. And people just, you know, I think whenever you exude authenticity, other authentic people, you know, come around you. So that's how we got to meet. I definitely meet different people every day. One, especially when they find out what I do. So it's like, Lord, then I get it all. But, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Born and raised in Pittsburgh. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am born and raised in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I have been in the DMV area for approximately 11 years, August 1st. Um, I am a mother of seven. I am from a blended family with two twins in our family. Um, The oldest and the youngest are the twins. Uh, I'm a happily married woman. Hey, see the ring. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I I just, I've been in the mental, well, I've been in human service um, field for... I don't want to tell my age, but probably about 13 years now. Um, It has transitioned in many different ways, um, whether it be dealing with the homeless population, mental health population, um, re-entry population, um, corrections, all of those things. I have been a part of that for the last, maybe, shoot, it might even be longer than that. I don't know my twins, 14. So, yeah, 14, about 14 years I've been in the human service field. Um. Yeah, all around, holistically, Mm -hmm. you know, so that's pretty much me. And to be in the holistic field, case management, public service, whatever you want to call it, you definitely have to take a journey. Correct. Um, for the most part, let me let me be very clear. You don't have to. Correct. Most people are in that position where, especially stepping into it, wanting to help themselves at a time where they actually needed that help. For you, what was the most impart, important part of your journey? Hmm. I would say the most important part of my journey was recognizing my own trauma and recognizing... Um, shifting from survival to living mindset. I think that was my most important part 
of my journey, like many people that look like us, we, you know, weren't raised with a silver spoon in our mouth. Um, and so seeing my environment and understanding that I didn't want to be a product of my environment and I wanted to um, shift the focus, I think that's when I realized, you know, like it was time. Like, and seeing that I wanted to do other other things and not just me, to be able to bring it back and give it back to people that look like us so they could recognize it as well. So, yeah. Yeah. And I know that we talked before in regards to the surviving versus living. Mm -hmm. You do much better at that than I do. (laughs) (laughs) But how important is that? And when did you acknowledge that you were not living life and that you were just, you know, existing in a sense? I still feel like I have some survival in me. I'm not even going to sit here and hold you. Um, However, I say when I first initially recognized it, I think that when I decided to leave Pittsburgh, um, when I decided to leave Pittsburgh, I realized I was just surviving. And I feel like um, it was designed to have a ceiling um, for people that look like us. And it was time for me to make a different change if I wanted to live. I wanted to, I started visiting down here and seeing um, the different types of, of people, like, you know, and I wanted to to be a part of that. I wanted to know how can I, that was never introduced to me. So being able to um, be introduced to that, I would say when I decided officially um, 13 years ago that I wanted to leave Pittsburgh and started putting stuff into place for me to be able to make it down here Mm -hmm. so I think yeah about 12 13 is when I that was the beginning stage that wasn't that I stopped surviving at that point but that was when I I recognized that I was only surviving and we talk about that often in regards to healing is a journey I feel like you're healed when you're dead it's a it's an ongoing process um I feel like for the most part we all fall short on certain days within our journey on being a great person and I always try to let people understand that the the healing part is a process it's never over um just because you recognize things doesn't mean that that's the end of it either it's all about changing those things so when we get back we're definitely going to talk about your eighth baby um embracing tranquility okay we got to get the people very familiar in regards to your company what it is that you do you are wide open i mean you've been open but you're open open she got her occupancy together her medical waiver and all of those good things that needed to be approved are all in so we're going to be talking about that give everybody your website just in case they want to check it out while we're on a break sure embracing tranquility.com is the website www.embracingtranquility.com All right, guys, when we come back, we are definitely going to be talking all of the pieces of everybody, okay? So you don't want to go anywhere. We'll be back right after this. I am Audrey Jackson. I'm Greg Jackson. On February 19th at 4 a.m., a gun was used to take my son from me. You know him as Pop Smoke. We call him Char. Because of gun violence, I'll never see my son run up the front of our steps, taking them two at a time. He won't ever take my hands again and dance with me. He won't come into my room and muscle pose in the mirror. Gun violence destroys families. It must stop.
Have you been considered? Well, Nikki June's got you covered on Consider This Radio. Hi, I'm Halle Berry, and as a new mom, I can tell you that childhood is a magical time. But for children with diabetes, life isn't quite so carefree. These kids are reaching for the brass ring, a cure for the epidemic which afflicts 23 million Americans. The Barbara Davis Center for Childhood Diabetes is fighting hard to find a cure. Know the signs, irritability, excessive urination, weight loss. If you have any of these signs, please call your doctor. Early detection can save your life. Give to save lives and reach for the cure. Call now or log on to childrensdiabetesfoundation.org. good people we are back happy happy sunday i am your girl nikki june erica of embracing tranquility is in the building and we're gonna get ready to talk about life like so if you heard the song i think that's kim that's singing on pieces of me when she say monday she feels this way tuesday she feels this way wednesday she feels that way um and of course, the song did originate from Ashley Simpson. Okay, we're not going to act like Essence actually wrote it. And if you don't know Go-Go, that's what they do. They cover other people's songs and do make their original music. But that song is from um, Ashley Simpson. However, they made it better. <laughs> okay, because that's what we do. You didn't even know. Uh, yeah, didn't even know they needed it. Uh, so we're getting ready to talk about a lot about behavioral health. One thing I like um, and enjoy about you is you make it fun. It's not so serious. Like the the topic of behavioral health is serious in Correct. itself, right? But when you're seeking therapy, treatment, or doing workshops, the last thing you want to be is, you know, feeling like a piece of boop because you're there and whatever your situation is. And I know you have you do a lot of exercises and games. She did come with the girls at Mindful Decisions, and I wanted to um, throw a brick at probably all of them that day because I'm like, we got guests, okay? Y'all need to act like we got company. Oh. They were fine. They were in their element. I was, I was the guest. Yes, you know that you were a guest in our house. Yes. Correct. So but, they need to, you know, act like they act in their house. You know, two of my girls was just getting on my nerves. I forgot what you called it. It comes to me later. But um, in regards to brace, embracing tranquility, as I said, she definitely always makes it um, fun enjoyable and give you kind of a cushion to get started on, on dealing with the hard part because in work of therapy, the person has to do the work. The therapist doesn't do the work, the behavioral. Yeah. You know, they're the facilitator and you still actually have to do the work. What led you into the behavioral health realm in itself? Huh. Okay. So, um, like I said, I was working in corrections. Um, that's what started my human services journey. Um, I was working in corrections. I was uh, a young CO, I guess, so to speak, in juvenile corrections. Um, the one thing that I started to notice was that almost all of my residents were on medication um, of some sort, some type of psychotropic drug that combated ADHD, anxiety, depression, bipolar, all these things. However, none of these were being addressed um, while they were in they kept returning. They were return repeat offenders um, and, and, and they weren't getting rehabilitated, right? So um, initially I, I spoke with um, some of the people, the powers that be, and they sent me to training. 
Um, actually, the Baltimore, um, where I met one of my mentors that was a part of the uh, the justice in Baltimore. Um, so we developed a program called For Girls Only in Schumann Detention Center, which is no longer present. Um, and what it did was offer work circles with developing life skills. Didn't even know that I was doing anything behavioral health at that time. It was just I felt like they weren't really attacking what was really going on in these people's lives that kept them keep coming back. Um, so that was the beginning origins. And then I moved here to Maryland and, and started working in a therapeutic residential setting um, that was for adjudicated youth as well as some kids that are in our social service realm, foster care, et cetera, et cetera. And then it started to tweak the interests of the therapeutic side. Um, went back to school um, to be able to work with people in that in that in that area um and that started the whole process each step each step working in the residential sector community um that's in their homes so that was what started to think about okay behavioral health this is a real thing this was <laughs> way before the pandemic and it was a trend of being Mental health is health. Yeah, all these, these campaigns. These fake woke people drive me crazy. But yeah, go ahead. It, it's always been here, like, <laughs> you know. But yeah, now it's becoming a little bit more accepted that people realize that um, mental health is health. Like people realize just like you would go to a doctor to discuss diabetes, to discuss uh, cancer, to discuss all these things that actually are connected to your mental and how can be eliminated um, if we were taught the root way of being able to manage your mental health, your health, your somatic health, um, which is your physical health. And uh, yeah, like if we were taught the real way, how do we wouldn't even be the highest in hypertension, the highest in diabetes, the highest in anxiety, depression, all these Isn't different things. Isn't that crazy things. though, how we're the highest and everything, but the lowest population? Correct. That is it's, it's, very it's designed. Yeah, it does. It makes absolutely no sense. I think we're at twelve point five representation in the United States of people of color, but every number somehow, some way, we're at the top at of the that, top. and we don't even represent the most of the population. Um, so Erica has opened an office. This is not like. She's not an online coach. This is real. Um, it's all real. She has a office that I I think. What was I teaching when you opened that weekend? I think I was teaching when you yeah. opened that. Yeah. No, I had the show. So she did yeah, a grand opening not too long ago. I thought that the damn thing was on Saturday, but it was on Sunday. So I was here when she did her grand opening. But um, okay. I have seen her office virtually. Okay. So she does have an office out in Bowie, nope. Maryland. Laurel. It's Laurel? Mm -hmm. Okay, Laurel, Maryland. And I am trying to get her to D.C., y'all, so she can come get all this money. She's not convinced just yet, so we're going to let her do the baby steps. So if you are in Maryland, you would be able to visit her. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, how does that work with the insurance? Or do you Is it self-pay? But I know I probably called her about four times. Every time I see a grant, what is PRP again? What is PRP again? I'm always confused on what the PRP is. So I'm going to let you explain it. However, I'm on her website, embracingtranquility.com, and it shows that her agency is a psychiatric rehabilitation program that works to assist individuals, both adults and children, to reach a higher level of independence. 
You heard that, correct? A higher level of independence. That's the first thing you need to work on. You know, the mind, of course, follows, right? When you're able to clear all of those good things. She also strives to help individuals, again, children, adults, as well as families and couples. Okay, couples, go ahead on over to Laurel. Um, (laughs) In such areas as education, I can't say education, education, employment, life skills, managing your day-to-day lives, as well as mental health, well, financial management, crisis intervention, nutrition, interpersonal skills, life skills, family supportive, case coordination services, household maintenance, and socialization and community integration. So break PRP down because you know I'm always confused about PRP because I will call you about a grain. You'd be like, friend, that ain't it. That ain't it. it. Um, (laughs) But that's okay. I appreciate the thought. I appreciate the thought. So PRP, um, it, 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 is a psychiatric rehabilitation program or in some other areas known as a psychosocial rehabilitation program. Um, Basically, we are rehabilitating people that have any type of serious mental health disorders. And that is not what you see walking down the street. That is every day, whether it be major depression, severe anxiety, bipolar depression, ADHD, any array, ODD, oppositional, uh, oppositional defiant disorder, any array of mental health di- di- diagnoses. And what about undiagnosed? Do you still so service them as well? You do have to have a diagnosis. Okay. It does not have to come with a diagnosis, but you obviously are experienced. There is a diagnosis for everything. Let me just say that. Yes. Um, if you're experiencing any type of what you feel is a mental health crisis or whatever you will have to seek a therapist in order to utilize my services um however i can assist you with the array of community-based therapists that i work with and you could decide like a pair of jeans which one works for you whether it comes with uh the different type of background if you want a man if you want a woman if you want somebody of a certain uh racial or ethnic background etc i can be able to connect you to those supports Excuse me. <coughs> I apologize. Um, to connect you with those supports. So I say all that to say we work in conjunction. I apologize. One second. No worries. We work in conjunction with therapists in the school, in the community, out of hospitals, in jails, and uh, anything that you could think of. And I'm just being honest. Um, and we help people to connect on a day-to-day whether that be on your job, whether that be helping to get you into the work skills and helping you to develop your basic needs. If your basic needs are not met, how are you able to flourish? How are you able to start living? How are you able to embrace your peace? You know, my hashtag is finding your peace. How do you find your peace? You find your peace by being able to able to feed your family, house your family, go to work, everything. All those basic things that people take for granted that is a part of the survival mindset. You do have to get your base done in order to move on to the next level. Yes. And that's and let's talk about that accountability component. You and I talk about that often. Yes, we do. In regards to clients, families, um, residents, whatever you decide to call them, being able to take account uh, being able to be held accountable within their journey. Um, you and I talk often. I'm always saying the areas I know I messed up, especially when it comes with my daughter, things I could have did different and all of these other things. But how important is accountability in the process with embracing tranquility? Accountability is 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 very important. However, you meet people where they are in their journey of accountability. Um, 
And some of them may not even recognize that they need to be accountable at that point. Mm -hmm. So helping people to develop that insight um, to lead to accountability, to affect change is very, very important. Um, however, like I said, we meet people where they are and in their journey, whether it's the beginning, the contemplative stages, whether it's the I'm ready to make a change, we get all kind because you may say to me, oh, I'm ready to make a change. But your behavior, behavioral health shows that you're not there yet. So let's start from there. Let's start. OK, what's blocking you mm -hmm. um, and, and accepting change? So, yeah, so accountability is huge. You know that it is what it is, but everybody's journey looks different. It definitely does. Right. And and I think um, especially when it comes to children, that's the hardest part. That's the hardest pill to swallow. Like I tell everybody, I've been a mother longer than I've been anything in this world. And to know that it's not going the way that I <laughs> expected it to go is a hard pill to swallow. It's right. definitely hard to have to deal with that. And it's hard to face your trauma every day, walking up and down my hallway, going in my bathroom, and I just want to punch my trauma in the eye. That's all right. I want to do. Um, so that's definitely it. What sets embracing tranquility apart from other agencies? Because you and I talk about this often when we're stressed in our day to day. So why don't you let the people know your vision in order to be set apart from other agencies and not necessarily. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm talking about him. She not though, but um, I'm not talking about anybody. <laughs> She's not. I am. But yeah, tell <laughs> us, you know, how do you stand apart from other agencies? Um, I'm faith led and I meet people where other people typically don't meet people. Um, I like want to be and follow Jesus by going to the places that people would shy away from, whether it be dealing with the homeless population, whether I'm going into the jails, whether I'm going into the places where people are at their lowest place and wanting to figure out a way to rise up. Um, I'm not looking for people to come from that are already in a space of rehabilitated or on their way. I'm trying to find people as they go through the trenches with them. Um, what sets me apart the most is that I'm very big on giving back. I'm very big on it's not my wealth to keep. You know, it's for me to share with everybody else. I can give it, you know, almost for free, but not for free. You know, but I, I'm willing to share <laughs> how I started from the bottom and now I'm here and be able to, to, to share that to everybody. So I think that's what sets me apart. It's not for me. To keep it to myself is to give it to everybody else. How do I heal? How do I break free? How do I find my peace? And I'm in the journey of finding my peace every single day. You got to find your peace. So I feel like that is what sets me apart from everybody. I'm willing to go into the trenches and work with you alongside of you. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's the, the, not I, we, is the biggest piece. And um, yeah, understanding that. It's bigger than us. We're just a small piece, and we're trying to figure all that out holistically on all aspects, fronts, everything. I'm very real. I'm very genuine. So you know that. You see it through my work. You see it through people that collaborate with me. Like I said, uh, authenticity seeks out other authenticity. So that's what you're going to get from embracing. Yeah. And if you could describe embracing in three words, hmm. how would you describe embracing tranquility? Hope, um, faith, peace. 
Love it. And if you are in Bowie until I can convince her to come to D.C., um, she is accepting new clients. I am accepting new clients. Tell them the process on that. Should they log on to EmbraceandTranquility.com? Do they call you? What's the next step? Either platform. You can follow me on social media. My name is very easy to find, Embracing Tranquility. I'm across the board, Embracing Tranquility, um, whether it be on IG, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. I'm Embracing Tranquility, either it's Embracing Tranquility Behavioral Health or just Embracing Tranquility. Um, You can go onto the website. There is a contact me, um, which will send a a request to our um, administrator that will send out a referral, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, You can call me at 240-739-8077. That is Embracing's mobile phone that you can get in touch with us because I'm always in these streets so I'm never going to be sitting always. in the office I'm always in these streets whether I'm bringing somebody groceries whatever the case may be and I'm I in get the streets on, she was just doing that the other day and I'm like girl listen you need after I left my hair appointment okay yes I said let me run into DC and get these gift cards but um long story short um, you can find me on any platform. You can connect with me through the local behavioral health authority. I am a Maryland Medicaid provider. I am also attached to Prince George's County um, uh, Mental Health Authority. I work with Anne Arundel County as well as Howard County. So I'm out here and Baltimore City. So come at me. I will be one day in Washington, D.C. Let Nikki have I'm, her way. I am working on it because that's where the money resides. Okay, I'm trying to get her over there. But Even when I said it, she she kind of got smart. Well, I'm I'm not sure. I remember the first time I said, well, "You sure you don't want to come to DC, girl?" I ain't say I ain't. Well, you know, I just go. I, I've collaborated with so many people, and and I'm embraced in Maryland. And I'm not saying that I won't be in DC. However, you know, I got to start where the I know my base love you. is. You we know. ain't worried about the um, you know, what the counterparts will. The people are gonna love you. I know the counterparts is gonna be something else. But don't worry, y'all. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get over here to come get some of this money real quick. We're going to work on that. Okay. We're going to work on it. All right. But um, when we come back, we're going to have a little fun. We're going to talk about some of these things that's going down in the streets. We also have 10 steps to help you cope. Um, according to some website, as well as Embracing Tranquility. And we have so much more. So she's not going anywhere. We just wanted to give you an overview of exactly what it was that she was doing. But we're always tying everything back to Embracing Tranquility. So make sure you log on to EmbracingTranquility.com. Make sure you follow her on IG at Embracing Tranquility ASAP. While we take this little praise break. All right. We got Ty Tribbett coming up. And the joint is called We Gonna be all right especially if it has anything to do with erica all right we'll be back right after this time to give thanks to the creator with this praise break on consider this radio Time to give thanks to the creator with this praise break on Consider This Radio. It gets so hard just trying to figure it out. 
fighting down, trying to believe God, trying to watch the words in my mouth and stay on the ride. Trouble come and go, even on the mountain high or the valley low. Never let your faith go. Oh, never let your faith go. Yeah, I've been there before, so confused, don't know which way to go. <laughs> Stressed out, world so crazy, miles will stay in the house. Fear trying to rise up. Got terrorist disguise, they look like us, but we know who we trust. Trust when I say that we gon' be Senseless crime and murder. Human trafficking, racism, police brutality, bullying, rape, trouble, and Show me appearance and be like Let your kingdom come, let your will be done in the earth. Let your glory rise, let your sun shine, let it burn through the dark. Hey, even through the storm and the rain, we will shout, cause we know after the night, say it. We gon' be Stroll down your timeline lately. We'll get the latest hot topics next. Have you been considered? Check out the brand new radio show called Consider This Radio, aired live Tuesdays at 3 p.m. on WEBR Radio Fairfax. Visit considerthis.org and find upcoming event coverage, great articles featuring today's hot topics. You can even learn about your community. That's considerthis.org. Get to know Nikia, community organizer, radio producer, education advocate, volunteer, and much, much more. Consider This Radio Show is a 
powerful show that focuses on today's events. Have you been considered where all things are considered? Yo, yo, this is DJ Bob. You rocking with Consider This. Consider that. Let's get it. All right, black people. Psych, that was rude. Um, oh, Jesus. We love our counterparts, too. We are back. Um, you are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. And if you just heard, that was Todd Tribbett. And I didn't know he was from the area. Erica said he also did Veggie Tales. So, yeah. Isn't it interesting that if you're not, like, on the mainstream, you don't realize how powerful people are, you know, outside of the Beyonce's and all of these other people that the cult following is behind and people are making a good living mm-hmm. doing what they want to do, mm-hmm. minding their business. Okay. So we're going to dibble and dabble in a couple of these topics. Unfortunately, the woman um, who accused Emmett Till of um, raping her will not have any charges pressed against her. If you are unfamiliar to the story, Emmett Till was 14 years old this nearly happened about seven, 70, mm-hmm. seven zero years ago, that the allegations led to the black teen's brutal death. Um, and it was actually a lynching. I don't even know how to deal with this because we can't curse. Um, <laughs> so I know Patty LaBelle spoke about, she was on Drink Champs, and it just made me fall in love with her even more. I just think she is so pretty. Um, But she was on Drink Champs and Nori asked her in regards to, you know, is racism really different from then to now? And her answer was no. Mm -hmm. In so many words. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't have the hoods on, but they have suits on. They have Mm -hmm. badges. Um, They're uh, head of corporations uh, that we partake in on a day-to-day basis. I don't even know how to ask how do you feel about it because, I mean, we are still living in it now. And I don't know if it feels like things are worse now because everything is inflated, you know, due to social media. Or has it always been the same and we just wasn't aware or privy to what was happening Mm -hmm. um, in other places. But, yeah, she's definitely not going to be charged and... That's really that on that because I don't have any more mature things to say in oh, regards yes, to the story. I? Yeah, I don't. It you just, know, you know, I'm not surprised. I, I didn't honestly expect her to be, um, which is sad in itself. But in fact, you know, in our community, we've just come to normalize people not being held accountable. Again, there goes that word for their actions, or you know. So I don't really have anything mature to say on that either. Yeah, and this one is a non-mature conversation, but I definitely want to talk to you um, in regards to, you know, have you ever had families? I've never had this. I know you have on a contract we both were on together, had families, either that was you or that was um, Nancy, where the mother, you know, wasn't really feeling her children in so many words um, and kind of wanted to unalive them. Have you ever had clients like that? Because I never had a client that, it, well, let me say, I never have that client that expressed that to me. Have you ever had those instances either under embracing or under another umbrella before? I would say um, verbally express it, of course not. You're not going to um, sometimes hear verbally, but through actions, 
um, and behaviors, you, you, yes, mm. yes, absolutely. Um, whether, you know, neglect looks different, um, <laughs> and neglect leads to sometimes, you know, people, you know, on a contract that I was on, yes, there was a child two years old that, um, was, you know, killed. And unfortunately the mom was not even found, you know, guilty for that, um, or even charged, um, of course, it's, you know, sometimes... The one we share. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we can yeah. talk about it. Yeah. So, um, th- the woman that was on Ben and Road, mm-hmm. um, I think, what what was the story uh, that was in the news anyway? We'll stick to what you can Google. So, um, I believe that she went to the trash can or something. Do you remember what the article said? Because I don't I remember. I don't remember what the article said. I just know that the the... Well, of course, you know yeah. the ins and outs, yeah. so we don't, I don't have to I get didn't into even want to look into it because yeah. it was just, I mean, that was our reality, um, that this two-year-old child is no longer with us because of negligence or uh, abuse and has, you know, clearly been in the system. There's been different, you know, systems that are supposed to design to keep, you know, people safe and, and it isn't always positive yeah and that was last year right mm-hmm. i think it was the, like the fourth quarter of the year whatever and around the stories, this time honestly it was this it was the it's summer around this time like okay. september at the latest it was definitely uh, yeah. in the warm season yeah. so the mother she had a couple of different stories in regards to not knowing um where the child went and because you are tied to it we'll just leave it at that but it was definitely a national story in regards to the little boy and then he was found in a dumpster right we might be talking about two different things because this one was in the house. Oh, we may be. Yeah. We'll talk offline. Yeah. So, yeah, but there are often times where people are definitely in those moments. And unfortunately, I have children recently that expressed that they didn't want to be here anymore. And that is terrible um, to just hear one. And then if the parents aren't on board in regards to getting them help, that makes things even, even worse. Harder. But we're going to talk about a mom that ended up stabbing her four-year-old daughter to death mm-hmm. before, before posting a video to social media saying that she was done. Um, a new, new Orleans mother is accused of stabbing her four-year-old daughter to death and then posting a video on social media. There was also a gentleman um, one day this week that ended up killing his three boys because the mother didn't come home. He felt like she was cheating on her and he was on IG Live. The children was crying. The video cuts off and the next clip is the news and the police and even the police were crying in regards to him um, doing something to his children. So I get picked on a lot, not so much by you, but other women that I know for being very dismissive when it comes to dating because me, them red flags, honey, you only got one or two times to display them and I'm over it. I don't care what the potential is or anything. And I just think even there was a gentleman that spoke on the guy, you know, killing his three children and himself um, that he knows for a fact because he knows men like that, that the red flags were there. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, she ignored them they moved on. Um, we can only assume that the relationship was abusive. The news did report on that. And she stayed. So that's why I always tell people, you got one or two times and I'm over. It's not nor- certain stuff not normal. I got my own stuff with me too. So I'm not excused from a, a couple of red flags in itself. But I just feel like, especially when you're dealing with strangers, I feel like it's different when 
if you hooked me up with somebody, I could be a little more lenient with rules, right? Because I know I can call you. However it goes, I can get to that person another way. But if I meet you at Walmart, I'm not connected to you in no kind of way. So Mm -hmm. the rules will definitely stand. And then you have instances where, you know, people are doing these things on a day-to-day basis. It's not me making it up or being fearful or whatever. But you have these moments. And even with Janae, we're not going to give her too much play. But she had a CPS case before with the child. Mm -hmm. My thing is, why what does the family do? Do you, I mean, you're supposed to say something, mm-hmm. you know, especially if it's evident, right? And for whatever reason now, this baby is gone. Um, and it it just doesn't make sense. And I mean, she stabbed the baby to death. Not, mm-hmm. oh, let me poke you in the heart. Mm-hmm. No, it was over and over and over again. So clearly there was something there. And we do know that some people are very good with masking it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some people wear their masks very well. The woman that was on Inside Edition, that was the lawyer, you know, her co-workers would have never thought that she was depressed. Her mother knew of those times. So people can mask it. Um, I just, I feel that in that instance, that people need to normalize seeking help. People need to normalize asking for help. Um, community needs to get back into the community. And creating that community, whether it's paid supports or natural natural supports, and, you know, I would be considered a paid support, however you have the support. Um, and people need to, to normalize that. Let's not normalize killing our kids or mm. normalize, you know, the different behaviors and in, in, that can lead up to that. You know, Mm -hmm. it only takes a fraction of a second for something to go left that you've done several times. And this time the child just, it breaks. Like, you know, you never know whether that's in a uh, relationship with another person or it's your children. Um, So let's get to normalizing that people need help. Yeah. You know, and, and I and, agree with that. And I feel like it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not be okay. And I don't, it's I think okay. that's the biggest part that people are missing. And it starts in the families to preach that from top to bottom. Correct. So people, again, can be okay with not being okay. But we got to get there somehow. Because every day, and know your two, local three CPS. Stories. Like, CPS is not <laughs> there to take away people's kids. Mm-hmm. CPS is there to help you in, 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 times where you can't you don't know what to do so there whether it be an extra parenting class how to respond to when your child isn't listening when how to respond it's not just everybody's so oh they gonna come take my kids like i mean there's a reason if they gonna come and take your kids Mm -hmm. either you ain't feeding them or Mm -hmm. something you know so i mean we just gotta normalize it's okay not to be okay yeah and and ask for help yeah for sure um, shout out to Serena Real- Williams. She is retiring yes. from tennis. Um, this year will be her last game. And everybody's just celebrating her. I think she has a, her own line as well. I know she was modeling Beyonce's line. Um, but she's saying a farewell. How dope is that to be able to At the leave top on of your top? Game. Right. That's dope. And, and her accepting her, as I read that article, accepting accountability to say it's time for me to evolve. She refuses to say retire. Mm-hmm. She said it's time for me to evolve <laughs> into something else. And that's okay. Like everything. Can you imagine? Like, whoa, your whole life has been tennis and now mm-hmm. you got to do something else. Mm-hmm. That's living. It's not surviving anymore. It's living. Definitely. Dope. So shout out to her. Shout out. Um, one article that I got to take note on because I am always threatening somebody. Oh, um, Fetty Wap. 
has been arrested because he threatened somebody on FaceTime. How can you prove that I threatened you on FaceTime? I'm confused on how does that work. Um, but yeah, he's in jail and his bail has been revoked because he threatened somebody on FaceTime. Um, apparently it was strong enough to keep him. I don't know if they was on a screen record or what. But New Jersey rapper <laughs> Fetty Wap, probably the finest man with one eye, oh, um, Bill has been revoked for threatening a man on FaceTime, the aspiring drug kingpin. And this is the article. It's not me being funny. <laughs> this is Sandra Rose being very shady. Um, <laughs> she says the aspiring drug kingpin was arrested um, ahead of his performance at the, low, the Rolling Loud Music Festival when he was on tour. And yeah. So, um, will you be careful who you're threatening going forward, even if they can't prove it? I have to, because I just threatened yeah. my daughter like three times on here. I don't want to go to jail for a threat. I you probably- already see the threat is Kirk Franklin. Like, when he threatened his son, yeah. like, that almost That's destroyed real. his career. Like, That's real. It, it, you gotta be careful You gotta You really I mean I'm glad it's not cameras in my house yeah. I actually had an incident Let me give y'all a quick story no, I don't right know if right. I ever told you this story I was dating a loser And um, I had broke up with him in March But we were still living together And the bus was coming to the house So I broke up with him I started sleeping in my daughter's room But I wasn't moving to June And I was very clear on that So apparently You know Him and Black Jesus had other plans I started doing Uber at this time I think this was like the first year of me doing Uber. And so I'm out and about. Long story short, I call my daughter. Are you hungry? Of course she's hungry. I stop and get her something to eat. Asked her if he was in there. He wasn't home. Cool. I then in turn, go in my daughter's room, take a bath, of course, lay down. I get up. I'm interrupted. It's like 730, 8 o'clock in the morning. I just got here at 3 o'clock, okay? And for some strange reason, according to him, his family member said it was a man in my car. Now, see, this is why I call people stupid. Because if you know I'm driving Uber, there were several men in my car. Correct. Okay, the location is shared with you. So I'm confused on why now are you concerned with someone being in my car? Okay, we move forward. I tell him to leave me alone. I just went to bed. You weren't home last night. Mind your business as I am doing such. So he continues to provoke me. Okay. And because my daughter was there, I try not to promote violence in front of her. Um, Again, I'm now telling him to leave me alone. He in turn grabs my key. I in turn get up. I pulled my key. I swear to God, I didn't hit him in this instance. Now, I do fight men. <laughs> okay, I do do that. And but this one, I did not. Okay, I really didn't do anything. You're on your journey. Yeah, I'm on my journey. I'm on, I haven't fought any, a man in a while. But at that time, I was always with it. Okay, so <laughs> I'm, I'm just grabbing my key like, leave my car alone. Leave me alone. I'm trying to sleep. Again, I'm not bothering you. You you came in here to provoke me. So, you know, we do our thing. My daughter tells me it's not worth it. At some point, somehow he ends up leaving. Sunday, we watching Power. Now, I'm in the bed because, again, he wasn't home. He had a history of just not coming home <laughs> when I said we was over. So, I'm in the room now, in the bed, watching Power. Boom. He comes in the house. He takes his bath. He lays down. We're sleeping. No intimacy. I wake up in the morning. He gone to work. I hear something. Uh, Nakia, Nakia. Now I'm thinking Black Jesus is loud this time because I ain't never heard you this clear before. Okay. Another knock. Nakia, Nakia, can you come here? Who is calling me 
at 8 30 in the morning because i work from home so you know i normally don't start work till 12 okay long story short it's the police and they told me i had a stairway order and i had to gather my things and leave within 30 minutes now mind you i didn't touch him so in instances like that i should have just whooped his ass oh, okay and if they would have came on monday to come and get me i would have felt much better with being removed from a home opposed to being accused of something that i don't know how you're provoked and we just slept and watched power together and all of a sudden on monday you're threatened monday morning somehow like how did that happen so it was at that moment where i realized all men that got dv cases are not abusers because I didn't even touch him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a tussle. I just took my key and called it a day. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that story. <laughs> you can see her right now. She's looking at me like, how did we get here? So, <laughs> how did we get the here? purpose of the story was in regards to Fetty Wap threatening people. Oh, and I forgot that. <laughs> because I had to go to anger management classes and everything for somebody that I didn't fight. I didn't understand that. So, but I think the point was that they had him on video. You know, you can't have somebody on video on FaceTime unless you screen recording. I, I, FaceTime doesn't record. So I feel like he was set up the way was I was probably set, set up. up. He was okay. So that's where it went. Okay. So yeah, he was definitely probably set up. But can you believe that man? He stole my dog, my Mark <laughs> Seven camera. He took my daughter TV. Because you know, once you got a stayaway order, you can't just pop up. Right. Because I couldn't go to gym. Right. Okay, so when it was time for me to go back, my dog was missing, my camera, my daughter TV was gone. I was like, were you on drugs? I don't understand. But the crazy thing is, it's like I broke up with you. You knew I wasn't leaving because of the transportation. That's the only reason why I didn't go. I had money to move. But I'm not interrupting how we doing this school thing Mm -hmm. because you've been staying out all night. What is the problem? Men are very interesting. Hence the fact why I've been single since then, okay? Because that was a lot. And I really wanted to punch him in his face. And I, and I'm my sister was like, are you sure you didn't? I did not. You can ask my daughter. I didn't touch him. I didn't. If I did, I would have no issue with saying that I did. I'm proud of you. And, girl, I'm in, I'm in anger management looking at these real abusers like, I am not even supposed to be here. How you know they were real abusers? Because they look like real abusers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look like a real abuser. I feel like you could look like I look like I might have got set up. That's how I feel. I mean, they probably thought I was a real abuser too, honey. But I'm in this class like, I know you lying. Girl, the trauma. <laughs> so Fetty Wap is... <laughs> Fetty Wap. Girl, we over Fetty Wap. But let me just tell Fetty Wap, I understand your pain. Because it happened to me. The one time I did, I wasn't even fighting. The one time I wasn't fighting. I got other stories, okay? But the one time that I chose, that I did not choose you balance. You did not choose balance. I had to go to court and everything. It was a mess. No, oh, friend. Sorry. But that's fine, because he's still poor and not doing anything with his life. But anywho, so a man goes viral, <laughs> and the story goes on. A man goes viral for kicking a woman out of a hotel room when she refuses sex 
after he spent 5k to fly her out now i got another story it ain't my story uh-huh. i got another one though <laughs> so you know lately these ig models are being flown out right. there was a man in the uk he actually won this case okay there was a man in the uk that sued the woman because she said he had she had bad box and he sued her for all of the money that he paid for her to come to the uk because he ain't like her box and he won he won I don't know how you can prove that because box right. is subjective. Yeah, it like, should be. I don't right? know. I would assume. I would. I would assume. I mean, I've never been in one. I don't either. But so I, I would assume that's subjective. I, but I, he won I, his case. So lately, men are not playing. They're not. They want their money. But you know what I have to say about that? You see some of my text messages. <laughs> now, the interesting thing about men is when you're when you tell them something straight up. For whatever reason, they think that you're playing games. Yeah, right. I got to side with this woman. I feel like she told him possibly that, you know, if you fly Maybe me out. Maybe she wasn't feeling the bad. I'm just coming to see you. I'm like, there is no box. Right. You know, I'm, I feel that she said that because I say that often. So I feel, I'm on her side. And you felt you could change he, how they I They always feeling like if I tell you I don't like you, that I'm playing about me. Not, no, it's real. I don't. Right. And I probably, I'm never, I never will. So why don't you just stop calling? They don't understand mm-hmm. that. And apparently, I'm going to be on her side with this one. I'm going to be biased because I'm out here single and Tell I understand the, the pain. So, a man is going viral for kicking a woman out the hotel because she wouldn't, you know, give up the box. In the viral video, the man explains that the woman refused to be intimate with him after he paid $5,000 for an airline ticket. Where is she coming from? That's what I said. But go ahead. Okay. And an Uber. And the price of a hotel room. Oh, I do got a story. Hold on, I do. I just thought about Chicago. <laughs> so the man was outraged <laughs> because he communicated with her on Instagram for three months, okay, before booking these tickets. There was a time where the woman would gladly have um, settled, mm, sorry. Yeah, settled for the peen for $20. I don't know who these women are. And Happy Meals. And Happy Meals. Um, Yeah. There are some. Um, you know, the guys see these girls on Instagram with these handbags, the shoes, the homes, the jewelries, and cars, and they believe it, you know, to be true, mm-hmm. right? So I think you definitely need, like, need to put it in writing because, see, if he had it in writing that she was going to give him the box and he didn't, he could have won his money. Right. Because that's proof. Mm-hmm. And it's not subjective. Mm-hmm. So I do have a story. So this was a good one. So Jeez. I went to this guy I was dating, really into him, you know, really into him. And, um, and strictly dating. Okay. So he took me to Chicago. He called me and was like, oh, I want to take you to Chicago. I'm like, ooh, I ain't never been to Chicago. <laughs> so we went to Chicago. <laughs> we went to Chicago. Now, I already knew something was off because his sister was just not feeling me. And families love me, like moms and cousins. <laughs> I'm that girl. They love me. So the sister was just making kind of smart remarks and when I met one of his friends he went to high school with, like, the vibe was off. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm not her. Okay. Girl, I booked me a ticket, got me an Uber, and I went back to D.C. Okay. Now, unbeknownst to myself, the wife ends up calling me on Tuesday. Because you were, oh, my. <laughs> and I said, the ancestors don't never lie. They don't never lie to me. Because I knew the vibe, like, it was something wrong. Like, right. the sister wasn't feeling me. I'm complimenting right. her. You know, like, you look the cute. friend. You know, 
yeah. I'm, I'm that families love me. Okay. They always love me. Now, when we break up, they don't call me no more, but they love me while we together. Mm-hmm. So the um the the best friend was acting funny and then I forgot he said something that was a trigger for me and see I had my own money mm-hmm. so I booked my joint caught my Uber and I left I didn't even stay because mm-hmm. we were supposed to be there for like four days but I didn't even stay so I got on a plane and came back home the wife ended up calling me on Tuesday and was like um I I I know that she was in Chicago with him X Y Z. So she going off. So I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because, see, I'm one of them, too. Mm-hmm. You know, your wife can call me and I don't know what's going on. So oh, I hang Jesus. up. Because, you know, he ain't my man. <laughs> I ain't never been intimate with him. This ain't my problem. Right. The girl called me back. Um, Yeah, so his sister told me that you was all bubbly and y'all was having a good time. Duh, duh, duh. So I politely told this broad, look, if you were this concerned about what he was doing on a day-to-day basis maybe he wouldn't be flying me to chicago because at this point we never had sex Mm -hmm. we only hung out it's not my problem that he loves to trick he took me to chicago willingly what are you mad at me for like talk to him Mm -hmm. don't talk to me Mm because i didn't do i didn't even know you existed he never told me he had a wife and because i'm busy See, I'm one of those, too. I can end up in those situations because I got stuff going on. Mm -hmm. So it is easy for me to meet somebody that could be anything because I'm not requiring too much of your time, Mm -hmm. honestly. So she was really mad at me. Tuck mom's supposed to be a community activist. Girl, y'all need to stay off my Instagram because don't (laughs) don't let (laughs) these tags and these websites fool you. I... Nikia Nikki misunderstood consider this June has never said that I was a community activist I don't care what you see that's never came out of my mouth so y'all have to tread lightly and get trackers on them it's an app you can download and track his own text messages cause if I didn't know he had a wife how am I the issue I legit didn't know mm-hmm. I asked him if he was single he said yeah what more you want me to do he ain't my man I'm not investigating he said he was single so, I didn't get kicked out. This girl couldn't get her flight. See, I brought my flight back home from Chicago and my own Uber, and I came back home. So, I, I wonder where they were at. Where did they fly out to? Did he say? It doesn't tell me. I, I'm trying to figure out what plane ticket was Is that? Yeah, that's a lot. Like, I, I, I disagree with the price. But, my you Chicago know, people ticket wanna... on Spirit was $89.99. Oh, Jesus. I, um, <clears throat> so, I don't know where she was know. going with $5,000. But I'm, I'm happy for her. No means no. Yes. And I just because you spend a couple dollars does not mean that it has a, you know, that I got to do something for it. This is not a pro quick pro relationship. Yeah, especially if I don't like you. And, and he, you see him keep flexing his watch. And the, I said, boy, bah. Like, yeah, because <laughs> is it real? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. That's what they be forgetting. Sometimes you The men have know. a different aspect on it as you see my husband staring at me like he got a problem. But... <laughs> Like you cannot hang out with that one no more. Um, today was your last day, of y'all hanging out. <laughs> but hey, I mean that's life, you know. So guys, look, get it in writing that she's giving you the box, so then you can go to small claims court and actually get your money back. Oh, but otherwise, I don't know. Like, what do? You... No is no. If somebody tells you something, believe she doesn't it. like you. Like, believe it. Please believe it. And actually, it's like eight women to one man. So 
in my instance, if I don't like you, seven other people may. may. So, you know, life goes on. Keep going. It's not that serious. We're the Recognize ones that. your traumas. Yes. We're the ones that don't have a lot of options. Correct. Y'all got plenty of options. Don't be mad. Yeah. Mm, the stories I could tell. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> the stories I could tell. Be- dating sucks. Like, if I could order me a man from, like, Iraq, I would. Because he has to be with you at least for three years. Because oh it's visa. Right. Yeah. I would be gonna... down for that. <laughs> you know, because he has to love me at the very least three years. You know. Love. Of love. <laughs> it's going to be love because he can't leave. He can't get a job because he has a visa. Like you know, but he will end up loving me. I'm lovable. <laughs> so the loving part is easy. But yeah, I wish I could do a mail a mail order right. groom or I'm could be a mail order but I don't want to go to another country. No, let's say unless here. it's the Caribbean. What what part? You could order me to Jamaica. I wouldn't want to live in Jamaica. Really? Mm-mm. I would. Okay. Why wouldn't you want to live in Jamaica? Only pretty part is like the resorts. But I live in Southeast, so I'm used to that. <laughs> I mean, my my section, you know, my block is cute. You know, it's cute till you go in the building. But when you drive past my section, you'll be like, oh, this this is a nice building. Now, it's different after that. Right. But, yeah. So, I'm cool with, you know, I'm not a fancy girl. So, I'm okay with the trenches. (laughs) As long as I have a working toilet, I think I could live anywhere. It got to flush. I'm not dumping it. <laughs> okay, I'm not coming back to get it. It got a flush. That's your only requirement. That's my only requirement. The flushing <laughs> toilet. Um, I think I'll be okay with the monkeys jumping on you and stuff. No, they they rape. They're raping you. Yeah, monkeys rape. How can a monkey rape? All right, you? we're not. <laughs> no, I'm interested. No, no, you gotta look it up. I swear, I just I've they... never even seen a monkey's part before. I mean, you know, they be trying. Do you they mean say like by no, like they said usually you. like infants. <laughs> Or, you know, it has to be somebody that... It's crazy. Anyway, I don't even feel like getting into this, but it was a conversation me and my husband had yesterday, and I looked it up. And monkeys, you know, monkeys raped. I was raped by a ghost. I'm not even playing. It really happened. It's a thing. It's really a thing. It was a whole ghost. No, I'm so... I'm dead, I swear. It was a thing. And I don't know if he used to live in my apartment or what. He ain't come back yet, though. So I don't know <laughs> if it was enjoyable or what. Like, it happened one time. So it's so, like, I have questions. Should he go to small claims court? <laughs> Girl, maybe. Because I'm like, I haven't seen the ghost since. <laughs> Y'all think I'm playing. My family side is Creo on my dad's side. So I, it was legit a ghost. I'm not talking about a man that didn't call me back because I don't necessarily have that issue. <laughs> But according to the spirit world, honey, he must have not have been feeling me because <laughs> it was like a one and done. And I don't know where he went because I'm lonely. I really am. Um, so enough about me. Oh. We'll be back. Yes. <laughs> We're going to come back um, with some coping skills because I, I probably just <laughs> traumatized you in this last 20 minutes. But don't judge me. Judge your mother. Yeah, okay. For making you as a decision. <laughs> Um, we'll be back right after this. Okay. Because I'm not judging you. Don't don't judge my journey. Correct. It's but your journey. we'll be back. Um yeah, and as soon as somebody saved me, I'm gonna have great stories. Like right now I just have, you know, 
random stories, but I told you the other day I woke up like I was in love. I don't know what that was about. So maybe he's going to deliver my Amazon or something. He's coming. Possibly. Because I was like, well, I'm happy. I feel like I had a husband. (laughs) Maybe it was the ghost. (gasps) He came back. He might have came back the other day. Damn. And I didn't even know it. (laughs) (laughs) That happens in real life. You be like, what just happened? Did something happen here? I don't I don't know if I was here. <laughs> that is happened. That's another story. But we don't have time for the stories. Okay, we're gonna go back with coping um things, you know, because you were just traumatized. Yes, thank and, you. And um we're gonna get some coping mechanisms before we get out of here. So we'll be back right after this.
to new school fools. Listen up close while I take it back. Consider this radio. If you can't give to hundreds, give to one. Join Consider This Radio to volunteer at one of our community events by emailing considerdis at gmail.com. <clears throat> All right, y'all, we are back. And I am back. And if you are tuning into them lives on Monday, you're not too too surprised by these comments <laughs> correct <laughs> we are right and these stories honey um but i want to switch it up because we did just play ashanti happy so i do want to talk a couple of celebrities i'm going to give you the backstory on what happened and i want you to put your embracing tranquility hat on and tell me how would you service them okay. so again ashanti has a story as well apparently irv Gotti is mad because she gave her box to nelly while he was still married to his wife okay he went on drink temps and had a whole tantrum tantrum um about how he felt about what she did to her now if she showed up to you the next day what would you say to her um you know one I, I put yourself first at the end of the day um put yourself first i feel that she did put herself first in that situation i feel that she moved on with her life as if she, she's not the wife and also uh, that's a touchy 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 <laughs> touchy 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 thing um i feel that she she owes only herself in this instance um I'm saying she was the mistress and didn't put herself first in the beginning. Hello. But, you know, it is what it is. And according to him, they were separated. But, you know, tomatoes, tomatoes is how you view it. Because apparently the wife didn't feel that separated. So, yeah. But he went on Drink Champ. Some people felt like he dogged her. Now, I only feel like it's a dog because he said who she was. Because, like, even my story, some people could feel, feel belittled, but I don't never say your name mm-hmm. as I be wanting to because that's what I want to do. But as a business owner, I can't. Correct. Because <laughs> I don't want to pull any policies out on my insurance. Um, but he actually said her name. So that's why people really was like, you know, you could have hounded a little bit. I feel like different. that was 20 years ago. Like, you know, everybody has their own journey. And at the end of the day, you know, we all are in relationships no matter what type of relationship, we're all in relationships for it to benefit us in some type of way. So if that relationship was no longer benefiting her because of what his journey and choices were, <clears throat> what, what what does that have to do with me? Have a yeah. nice day. And Thank to you. be as angry as he was, 20- now, I know he was smoking and drinking. So I'm gonna give <clears throat> I'm gonna give Gotti the benefit of the doubt, okay, and say that that helped a little bit. Um, that isn't a positive coping skill. Yeah, it's definitely not a positive coping, a coping skill at all. But he was a little drunk and, you know, it came up. So it is what it is. He was drunk in the interview. And high because he said that Nori gave him hair on. I don't know how true that was, but he said that in a video. It's like, what am I smoking? Then he was like, this hair on is good. So I don't know if he was playing or what, but it was rolled in a J. I didn't know you could put hair on. Don't and we, add me in that conversation. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, me either. So I didn't know if it could happen, but according to him, it did. So let's talk Young Miami. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, her and Puffy go together very bad. Very bad. Um, He's been shown with an Asian woman, somebody else, and whoever else he wants. He was very clear that he was single and that they were having a good time. 
And she then in turn went to the BET Awards and had a poster that says, Go Poppy, and was cheering him on. Now, to her defense, she says that she doesn't want to get married. Okay? And I, I that's cute. That's fine. But publicly uh, claiming someone that is just saying that you're having a good time. Mm-hmm. If she showed up in Laurel for her four o'clock appointment with embracing tranquility, what would you say to Miss Miami? Um, first, I would tell her to breathe. <clears throat> she needs to breathe. She needs to take time and and breathe. Um, she says she was having breakdowns and you know everything else like that. She needs to stop, take a minute, um, do some affirmations for herself. Because it all starts with self, right? So in order for us to pour into other people, we got to make sure we pour into ourselves. So she needs to pour into herself and take a moment to breathe, take a moment to see the signs and really be honest and accept accountability for what you really want in this situation. And it's okay not to want what somebody else wants, you know, but just understanding what you want out of life because if you understand what you want out of life you understand what comes with it mm-hmm. um whether that be all right i'm willing to take on all this stuff with puffy then if you're willing to take on all this stuff with puffy then you shouldn't be having breakdowns like i'm just saying because mm-hmm. that's the life that you want but apparently it's not the life that you want there is something more that you want and we all we all want to be loved we all want to be accepted we all want to be somebody's everything um i don't care what anybody says so at some point Figure out who you are. Figure out what you want. Figure out and, and accept the accountability and research what that looks like. Like understanding her background. <clears throat> she may not have even been shown what that looks like. And for her to even ask for help in obtaining that because she doesn't know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, finding herself first and foremost is definitely important. Um And it's hard to do that when you're in front of everybody and everybody's watching everything that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't even imagine having to go through life in the limelight like that. Yeah, I would never want to. Mm -mm. Ever. So, yeah. She's still very young. So, she got a lot... Well, she ain't that young. I mean, well, she... I think I mean, she's 27. I mean, that's still young. It's young, but... It ain't like 19 young. Yeah. But, you know, we still... It take us a while to find ourselves. Shoot, I really ain't... Really understand my worth and finding myself till I was in, you know, early 30s, late 20s. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and understanding what does that look like? What does Erica want? You know, and yeah. so... My only advice um, to that is she should have just got the D, get her TV show, and I would have still been dating other boys. Yeah. And that's why dating one but person he may is have not signed, good. He may have had her sign something that says she can't. That box is mine. No, no, no. I think I think in the video, I think in the video, he was just like, you know, we're both just having fun. So I don't, I don't feel like he per. I don't know, because Puffy do seem very controlling, but I don't know. But I wouldn't assign nothing uh, about nothing because you're out here still popping up with other people yeah give me my tv show fly me out let me get on the jet whatever else you got going and i would have still been dating other people because i mean you already said you're having fun so i'm gonna have fun too correct but yeah puffy him and his contract but that's girl, us in our journey might, look he might have would have signed a damn she <laughs> told her to sign a contract the way he uh, operates people money correct uh and last but not least my baby father in my head Mr. West is in the building. Um, you know, he has a very interesting <laughs> <Toxicity>. journey. <laughs> you know, that's my boo, though. I 
love Kanye. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love him. He's a genius. He's my man, and I'm going to stick beside him. I feel like he has a small penis, though, but oh, I still love Kanye. Um, So... All of the headlines. We're just going to do the headlines because he's not my cousin, even though I did hear that his father lives in Charles Charles County somewhere. Um, So the daddy is close. But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, his mom passing, kind of not dealing with that, dealing with the liquor and whatever else he did, then being used um, so he can create black babies with a woman that, never wanted him in the first place um and then you go from that to moving across the street from your wife directly across the street from her uh i don't think he was terrorizing the boyfriend i feel like he had every right to say what he had to say to pete because pete knew they went to dinner and stuff before they actually got together and all that stuff. So, you know, I'm petty too, so I don't mind any of that. But recently Pete said that he was need to seek uh therapy because of the relationship with Kim and Kanye did play nice. He deleted the stuff that he put up about him because he is a man of his word. (laughs) (laughs) He deleted the little stuff he put up about um, what do you call him? Skeet Davis. So he deleted and he the said stuff. he was dead at 28. That's a lot. But he took it down. Okay. He did. He was dead to him, you know, because they were friends. They went to dinner together. There's pictures of them. Well, not friend friends, but know each other friends. And um, so he my took it down. My friends don't date my wife. No. Or yeah. my husband. Mm. That's not friends. Well, in the celebrity world, they do. Yeah, apparently. Everybody just go together. Mm. Um, but, you know, if Kanye, you know, booked a, his appointment at EmbracingTranquility.com. Oh, God. And um, came in and was like, yo, E, I feel bad for Skeet. You know, how would you handle that? Would you tell him to call me instead? <laughs> <laughs> Because I'll drive to Laurel. I'll come and pick him up. Oh, I know this is a layered one, man. It's so, so we'll we'll deal so with the surface. Surface wise, Kanye is accepting accountability for his actions. Does that mean he will do something different the next time? I don't know. He is Kanye. Um, Kanye is a adjective, verb, and pronoun, like everything. He's everything. Sometimes um, I feel like all of those things. I, He's Kanye. And um, <laughs> so I, I honestly wouldn't even know where to begin with with Kanye except, again, self and reflection and things that you could possibly do different. How would you if that circumstance comes up again? And us role playing that situation and why he's so angry. I would I would definitely um, discuss. Of course, I mean, we could know in our minds why we would be angry. Right. But. His mind is a beautiful mind, so he would definitely be somebody that, whew, Lord, that would definitely good case study. Yep. <laughs> definitely. A very good case study. But shout out to study. him because he did trademark an amusement park for Yeezus. So I'm hoping that it's an all-black amusement park. <laughs> Counterparts, feel how you feel. But the things that's going on with Sesame Street and stuff, mm. I just feel like we need our own stuff. And um, hopefully, you know... Hopefully it's not in Wyoming because I don't know who's flying out there. But if it opens, I'm going. I'm going to. I love him. So, yeah. So, thanks for taking accountability, boo. Um, 
FaceTime me later. <laughs> so when we come back, we're going to discuss some coping mechanisms. Until then, you guys can log on to EmbraceandTranquility.com. Go ahead and follow her on Instagram at EmbraceandTranquility. I believe you gave some good advice to those celebrities with what they have going on right now. Um, You know, we're here to please. We're here to please. When we come back, um, we'll knock out some coping skills that you guys can do on your own outside of calling Embracing Tranquility. Okay, we'll give you something to do at the house, but still call her, you know, when y'all finish. We'll be back right after this. Knowing and repeating a pattern of savings can help with all of that, and even for a rainy day. So save smart. It's a start. For more information about teen financial literacy, go to themint.org slash teen slash savings dot html. Camera rolling. I'm down in Atlanta. My ex called me, I know answer. June baby, oh she a dancer. Mmm, West African dancer. Oh lo, baby so bad. One pound the cocky if you make me go mad. Put it on me, I gon' make it all back. Baby, how you do it? You gon' make me a dot. Mmm, so bad, so bad. Hey. Them know me, I fish out bad man. Bad girl, them from Ghana to London. Niger thing come over, how far? No say we be outside, but tonight bend over. Follow and consider this on all social media platforms. And while you're at it, like our Facebook page.
All right, good people. We're getting ready to get up out of here. But we definitely hope that you have already logged on to EmbracingTranquility.com as well as follow her on Instagram at EmbracingTranquility.com. And if you don't know how to spell it, Google will correct it. You can copy it and then go put it in IG. <laughs> See how I be blessing y'all? Um, we're going to get into a couple of coping skills when dealing with stress and Correct. before you book her for your appointment. So real quickly to you, what is stress? I meant, co- I mean, what is coping? Not stress. That was backwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, coping is any way that you cope in, in, in terms of how you handle any type of event in your life. It doesn't even have to be a stressful event. How do you handle, what is your response um, mentally, physically, emotionally to a certain situation. Mm-hmm. So there could be negative ways to handle it and there's positive ways to handle it. Um, and that's what coping is in a nutshell. Yes. So if you guys are prolonged, if you have prolonged periods of poor sleep, regular severe headaches, unexplained weight loss, weight gain, feelings of isolation, withdrawal, or worthlessness constant anger and irritability loss of interest in activities or even excessive alcohol or drug abuse make sure you get that referral if you are in the maryland area um so you can go to embracing tranquility to talk to erica about these things now (laughs) i would say that's like real clinical speaking like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean That, that they could be in our terms if you feeling where you don't have any other type of way, you're feeling stressed out. Like I can't figure out what my next move may be. If I'm not having good relationships, if I'm having boundary issues, if I'm having any type of r- real bad, like why is all my relationships not working out? Why can't I communicate effectively? Like what is, those are the types of things that I think really <laughs> needs the addressing. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it doesn't have to be that clinical yeah. in terms of needing help. I, I don't want people to feel, oh, that's not me. Like, because we all experience stress and we all experience prolonged. It's our body breaks down. Autoimmune disorders is what, you know, comes into the physical part of stress. So anytime you're feeling stress and you feel like you don't know which way to go and it's inside, contact me. Like, it, it, not anytime. I don't want to say it like that. But, I, thought, you know. I thought they had to have a referral. They can contact you. No, you contact me. Okay. And then the referral is created that way. So okay. you could be self-referred. A therapist can refer. Mm-hmm. A school can refer. Those are the people that actually refer into me. But you could self-refer yourself. You know, oh, okay. I said self-refer yourself. But you could self-refer <laughs> as well. Yeah. Well, y'all need to self-refer. <laughs> um... <laughs> Like ASAP. I know personally, I'm like five out of six on this list. Like, listen, <laughs> but everybody doesn't know in a, that. In a day's time, I could be any of those things. Correct. Like, legit. Every day. More than likely. Yeah. Not doubting it one bit. Yeah. Um, But we do have a couple of ways that you can cope with stress. You can rebalance your work and home life. Mm-hmm. Meaning, try to figure out how to make everything work. Maybe you would have to contact a family member to watch the kids for a couple of hours. You know, if you just got off and be able to just wind down. Me and Draven have a one-hour rule. Don't talk to me for an hour when I get in the door. And I'm not going to talk to you for an hour. Mm-hmm. And then we come together. But we need to de-stress. She need to de-stress more than that. But, yeah, we do that. Oh, um, <laughs> exercise routines. Um 
of course you can go to the gym you can do yoga go for a walk yoga everything is so the, the one thing the good thing about the pandemic it made everything come to you mm-hmm. so you could click on a youtube and start doing some 10 minute five minute yoga exercises in the morning to start your day so you're starting your day in a good space in a negative space like it's just it is let's go you know mm-hmm. you're able to take on the world at that point um so though it could come to you you don't have to go anywhere you could do it in the comforts of your home i'm breathing um, a lot of us, unfortunately, don't know how to breathe properly. And Mm-mm. that's 98% of people don't know how to breathe properly. And so when you're not breathing properly, you're you're not going, you're going to be stressed. You're going to be tight. You're going to be, you know, so learning how to breathe. And that'll teach you how to breathe in situations when you are highly stressed. In the workplace, you could walk away in, in for two seconds to just go breathe. And that will bring your stress level down. So mm-hmm. breathing, exercising. What else we got? They say eat well, limit alcohol and stimulants. Like coffee. Yeah. Okay. That's one. <laughs> Especially for the people that like are super addicted. And oh, I yeah, think definitely. the biggest one on anything in excess. Well, two of them are really big, but connect with supportive people. I think that's one of the biggest things is to be around people that are good listeners, that have good advice and possibly similar experience. So I think that one is good. And then another great one, of course, is see a counselor, coach or therapist at embracingtranquility.com. Okay. Okay. So um, because you know me, I'm not going to ask you, are you okay? Because I know that you are. Our conversations are much worse than this interview so correct i'm assuming that you're still alive and well i am thank you um thank you um <laughs> i'd like to definitely thank you for uh joining me today are y'all going out on a date today uh that's the that's the goal that's the goal daytime it's a beautiful day beautiful day you can go bend over at a park or oh, something jesus no okay um just me uh so uh again let's give everybody your website so they can call you. Y'all see why she need to be in D.C. Listen, primarily because of myself. Listen, oh, my Unity goodness. Unity is listen. just taking too long to call me back. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They That's the sad thing. But <laughs> EmbracingTranquility.com, that is where you can get in touch with me. There is a contact button or you could call 240-739-8077. Um, info at Embracing Tranquility, anything like that. Connect with me on Instagram, Facebook. Um, LinkedIn or Twitter at Embracing Tranquility. I'm across the board on all platforms. Like she said, if you don't know how to spell it, you could definitely Google it. I don't feel like doing a spelling test right now myself. But thank you, thank you, thank you. And I, I look forward to working with you all. Yes, and thank you guys for tuning in today as usual. This will be replaying on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud on Tuesday. So if you missed something or just want to hear the nonsense you can always just rewind okay and make sure if you are listening to it on any of those platforms please share 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 Share. and make sure you follow embracingtranquility.com and catch us on mixer tomorrow i'm sure i'm gonna have something amazing that will surprise you and i get the cuss (laughs) over there so make sure you log on to the ig tomorrow at eight because i have more stories to tell As usual, I'd rather be misunderstood than basic. And I guess I'll see you tomorrow or next Sunday. Do something for someone else outside of yourself this week. And we are out. Froggy went courting and he did a ride. A sword and a pistol by his side. He rode right up to Miss Mouse's door. Uh
Let me in. He rode right up in Miss Mouse's 